All right, uh, jumping out to the Sprint special guest line, lease any handset and get an iPad for $99.99 shipping. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Joining us now, former BYU quarterback, making his weekly appearance on the show. He's our good friend Tanner Mangum. Hi, Tanner. How are you? What's up, guys? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? How's your doing? weekend? We're doing pretty well. We had a good weekend. And uh, Tanner, uh, you know, you know, I don't know if you know this, Jake, but Tanner is in demand, you know, speaking all around the country and stuff, and people <laughs> inviting him. So I've decided that maybe we need to draw out his personal, you know, more personable side. Okay. And you're going to accomplish this how? I don't Alex, know. Are you, are you saying that I haven't been personable? <laughs> Yeah, don't insult no, no, Tanner. I, that's not a good way to start. No, that's, that's what I meant. That's not what I meant. That, that's that's what, classic Gordon, kind of a backhanded compliment. No, no. <laughs> that's true. That is classic Gordon. Tell us one interesting <laughs> thing about you, Tanner, that people might not know about you. I know that you've been the subject of many stories through the years and in your playing days and all that, but is there something that might surprise people about you? Mm, great, good question. Fun fact, I was actually um, a spelling bee champ in elementary school. Wow. White Pine Elementary. Uh, and then in, actually in fifth grade, I went on to the city, the Boise City spelling bee, ended up getting fourth place. So probably my, my claim to fame, I peaked I peaked in elementary school. Wow. Well, and I, those those what, folks in Boise can spell. What, yeah, uh, I mean, <laughs> what, uh, yeah, lots of smart kids in Boise. What word stumped you? Do you remember? Yes, I do. It was predecessor. Oh. Gordon, go. Predecessor. Well, P-R-E-D-E-C-E-S-S-O-R? Correct. My fifth grade self said P-R-E-D-A-C-E-S-S-O-R. Uh, gotcha. Dang it. Yeah. Dang it. Hey, to this day, I'll never forget it, and I'll never misspell that word ever again. True. Didn't you say, Jake, that you struggle with spelling? Very something? much. Yeah. <laughs> I struggle with spelling very much. So yeah. I have great admiration for Tanner and his spelling capabilities. <laughs> uh, Tanner, we were just saying how you've got to feel pretty good about both quarterback performances uh, for the Cougs last weekend against Utah State. Absolutely. It was, it was uh, first of all, heartbreaking for Jaron. I mean, he, he, he played his his heart out. He really was balling out, having a great game, doing all kinds of good things, both on the air and through the ground. And in a way, kind of validating what I had talked about last week. You know, I, I was asked multiple times who I think should start. And I, and I said, Jaron, and, and it was showing why I thought that just his ability to create, he's dynamic, keeps defenses on their toes. He's, and he's super athletic, which is, um, which is makes it tough on a defense. But then when he went down, that concussion, it just—I mean—it it makes you—it makes you sick because you know that it's going to have an effect now. Having two concussions within three weeks, that's going to have a, a lasting effect. And um, and you know, I hope that he can recover soon from that. But then, man, props to Baylor for coming in again and uh, just you know not phased by the situation, just responds when his number is called and goes out and, and plays calm and confidently and did a great job keeping the momentum. The momentum going in that second half. What do you think, Tanner, about that uh, pass from Micah Simon over to Romney? Anyway? <laughs> you know, I mean, well, you know, Micah, he, you know, he played a little QB in high school. He, he always thinks he's he's a better thrower than he is, but they gave him a chance, and uh, he, he took, you know, made the most of it. Props, props to him though for taking the the uh, the roughing the passer too with it, even though it was a little bit of a uh, just a little bit of a slap on the head. But you know, standing there. In the pressure, uh, corner blitz stands in there and makes the throws. It was good to see. 
And that's the play, by the way, that we ran in practice all the time last year. It's been in the in the wings waiting, and it's good to see them whip it out finally on Saturday. I want to get back to Jaron's uh, concussion. I know this is a personal question that only he can answer, but do you worry about his future? Because, I mean, if, if and I don't know whether these were just fluke hits or what, or whether I'm not a doctor. I don't know whether once you have a concussion, are you more susceptible to the next and the next? But, I mean, he's a gifted athlete both on the baseball field, on the diamond and on the field. What uh, Do you have any advice for him in that regard? Well, yeah, just like you said, it, 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 it's totally personal to him. He knows himself better than anybody. But it, it, it begs the question, is that, you know, is he injury prone? Is he someone that you have to worry about? And so then those questions start to linger in the minds of the coaches who have to make the decisions as far as playing time. Uh, it lingers in the minds of the trainers now who have to be a little bit more cautious with him and how he approaches his recovery process. Because who knows? Maybe, you know, did he come back too early? Did he come back too soon? Now they're going to be even more cautious to not let him come back and re-aggravate any, anything more to, to make it even more serious. And then it also affects his long-term prospects as far as the NFL is concerned. You know, they look at concussions, they look at your injuries, and any time you get two concussions in, in such a short period of time is is, is dangerous. It's, 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 you know, it's something that they take seriously, and, um, and it's, it's going to be it's going to be something they're going to have to monitor really closely. And it's too bad because he's such a great, talented player, but concussions are no respecter of persons. Well, now, Tanner, we see Zach Wilson, who might be back into the mix. He threw some passes in practice last week. It's been listed as an or situation on the depth chart between all three quarterbacks. You know, if you're the coaches, how do you kind of evaluate now with him uh, possibly getting back into the lineup? Well, I think as soon as he's fully healthy and ready to go, you just you just continue as you had. Uh, you just go right back to your normal uh, process your normal status and, and, and you know just as well as Jaron and Baylor have done it's it's it hasn't been anything that Zach couldn't have done himself as well and and it's it you know you don't lose your job in this situation uh, in this case in this instance just from uh, you know sitting out a few games Zach's talented he's he's played well and i think um with the lessons that the coaches have learned, you know they, they've really had to adapt and modify and, and change some things as far as the play calling is concerned, the game plans. And so I think you combine their learning with the talent that Zach provides, it, it'll, be, it'll be huge for them. So, you know, but, but at the same time, you don't want to rush him back. There's no need to rush him back right now. Uh, quarterbacks are playing well. The team's playing well. You have some very winnable games coming up. It's not like you need to rush him back into the lineup. But once he's fully healthy and ready to go, put him back in there and keep rolling. I was thinking about that, Tanner, because that's kind of what happened last year after you were taken out and Zach got in there, the schedule lightened up a little bit. And these next three weeks should be, I don't want to say necessarily cakewalks, but yeah, that's what they are. They're cakewalks. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, the Cougars should win all three of these games, no matter who's playing quarterback. I wonder if... If one is, you know, the former starter is eager to get back in there so he can uh, roll forward because the Cougars are going to win these games no matter who plays. And I I feel bad for Blake Romney because here's a kid. I mean, he had the biggest win of the season, uh, in my opinion. 
you know? And so mm-hmm. I understand that there's a pecky, there, there's an order that's been established, and I get that. And I understand reasons for sticking with that. But, you know, Zach's been out rehabbing while these other guys are out there winning games. I mean, Zach was the starter in that loss to Tulsa. You know, I mean, so I, I don't know. I just, I guess I'm asking a question, thinking out loud here. Should it just, <laughs> should it be automatic to go back to the original story? Well, well, first, I gotta, I gotta fact check you a little bit. Baylor Romney, not Blake Baylor, Romney, I'm and sorry. then he lost, the lost to Toledo, not Tulsa. Oh, okay, <laughs> thank you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what I'm here for. I gotta keep you honest. All right. Um, but no, I, I totally agree with you. It's, it's one of the hardest realities of sports is that there's only one quarterback. They they can play at a time, and 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 a lot of times talented guys have to sit and they have to watch. But at the same time, you have to be able to make the most of your opportunities when they come, and that's exactly what Jaron and Baylor have done. And and I don't know how Jaron is doing now, but I would assume he's probably you know feeling pretty pretty rough, probably feeling pretty sick. And so I think it's going to be up to up to Baylor to step back in there and, and do his job. But um, and and he's done great and he's done awesome and it, it, if it was the NFL he would be, he'd be making a case to earn a free agent deal with some other team but that's not how it works in college so you know it, whether he what, what he decides to do in his future is up to him but it's tough when you're behind such a talented guy like Zach you kind of just have to you know bide your time and uh, be able to help contribute to the team in other ways and stay ready to go so that when your number is called, you can go in there and, and perform like he has been. But like we've talked about, for these next three games, there's no real rush to get Zach back. Baylor's done great. He's proven himself, and I think they'll be just fine with him under center. Tommy Mangum joining us, who's famous for his game-winning <laughs> throw against Oklahoma back in 2015. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, I don't think that's it. Oh, all uh, right. Uh, well, you, know. you get what I'm saying. <laughs> Tanner, you're the best. Hey, thank you so much. We really appreciate it, as always. Okay, thanks so much. Also, real quick, how about Tyler Huntley and the Utes? Really, really impressed with him and the way they're playing. Just wanted to, just wanted to throw that plug well, in there. Well, hey, hey, elaborate a little bit. Give us your thoughts. We got a minute. Go Utes! Man, I mean, just look at him. I mean, his, his, his statistics, like his, his his completion percentage on third downs, his completion percentage in the second half. Uh, it, it, they're the highest in the nation, and and this, he's very under the radar, very under you know unassuming in a way, but he's just quietly and calmly picking teams apart. And Utah as a whole, they look really good. You know, I, I thought that they had they showed some you know they had some some shaky mistakes in that, in that game against Washington, but then they really, when it mattered most, put it together. And Zach Moss and that running game is is tough to stop. And I think they're they're as hot as a team as anyone right now in the country. And, but a lot of that has to do with Tyler Huntley and the way that he's managing that offense and the way he's just keeping them balanced. And it's, a, it's, it's, it's you know, good, good for Utah because they're, they're, you know, they're setting themselves up for a pretty magical run here. Tanner, how does a quarterback go from point A to point B like that? Because when he first came in, obviously, he would uh, tuck and run a little bit, do, do some things where he would panic in the pocket. But now there is none of that. Is that solely experience and reading and recognizing because he's been through it so many times now? Or is there something else at play here? Well, that, that's a large part of it. When you start to play more and more games, the game really slows down for you. Like, I remember when I first started playing high school football, as a freshman in high school and playing varsity, and those first games felt really, really fast. 
right? But then by the time I'm a senior in high school, the game is just so slow because you've seen it so much. It's the same thing in college. When you first start, the game's flying around. It's, it's, your mind tends to get a little bit frantic. But the more you play, the more calm you are. And then you can just see it in the way he plays. He's confident, knows what he's doing. He's not, he's not rattled by the situation. So that's a big thing to experience. But then also the coaching. You know, with, with Coach Ludwig there, Andy Ludwig, there's a lot of uh, influence that the coach can have on a player with the type of system that they run, the, the way they teach you to read the progressions. They help you with your, you know, just the way that you kind of manage the game and manage each play. And so it's, it's been good to see his progression. You know, he's, he's improved a lot, and they needed that. I, I talked about it at the beginning of the season. They're going to need him to play well if they're going to have, uh, you know, a, a magical run like, the, like they're capable of having. And it's working. You know, the combination of the, of the system and the running game and the players that he has around him, and he's doing his job, that, the whole combination is making them really successful. Thanks, Tanner. We appreciate it. Okay. Thanks, guys. Have see, a good one. See you later. Tanner Mangum, former BYU quarterback, and I'm glad he he sandwiched that uh, the Ute evaluation in there. I think uh, you know everybody would like to hear his opinion on how Tyler Tyler Huntley's playing. Well, yeah, that's right because he can relate to what uh, the challenge is, and I tell you, there is nothing but complimentary things to say. <laughs> When when you when you have one incompletion in the second half in a game where you're trailing and you have to bring your team back the way Tyler did in that game, that's it speaks for itself. Want to remind you about our friends at Homie. Did you know that Homie assigns a whole team of realtors and specialists to sell your home for a flat fifteen hundred bucks? That means thousands of dollars in hypothetical realtor commissions back into your pocket. That's innovative. That's fair. That's a company who's got your back. That's Homie. More big show next. 97.5 and twelve eighty the zone.